This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network or find us on socials. Hello and welcome to On the Outside, the podcast that's sharing diverse views on what's happening outdoors. And today I'm dropping into your feeds with a celebration about another podcast in the Tremula Network. The Everyday Adventure podcast, which is created and hosted by Nikki Bass, has been shortlisted in the Wilderness category of the Sports Podcast Awards 2023. We are really pleased with this. Some of the biggest names in the podcasting industry kick off the judging process and shortlist the contenders for each category. So people that are from the Athletic, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the industry judges have selected the Everyday Adventure podcast as one of the best wilderness category podcasts that was submitted. Now that in itself is really nice. But now that the industry judges have selected, the process is handed over to the public to vote for the winner. So we are asking for help from all of our listeners and supporters across the network and across our outdoors networks. This is not just about getting the Everyday Adventure podcast some recognition. One of the reasons I wanted to share this on on the outside is because out of 12 podcasts shortlisted in this category, the Everyday Adventure podcast is one of only three podcasts with a woman hosting or even co-hosting. There are only three UK-based shows in there, despite the fact that the awards take place in England. And it is the only show that even mentions diversity and inclusivity in its description or anything about why they should win. This really goes to show the unbalance of podcasts in the outdoors and wilderness category. And this is why reputation and inclusivity are such a core value of all of the podcasts across the Tremula network. So since starting the Everyday Adventure podcast in May 2021, Nikki has spoken to some fantastic guests about how they get adventure into their everyday lives. Some of them are known really well, but many of them are individuals without a big public profile. And that's what we love about the show. We're constantly humbled by the honesty and generosity of the guests. And we just want more people to hear these kinds of stories. So what I'm going to do for you now is share a couple of clips from the Everyday Adventure podcast. And it goes with a big thank you to the three incredible women whose clips Nikki used for the entry. Kerry Wallace from Girls on Hills, Pammy Johal of Backbone CIC, and Antarctic explorer and record maker Preet Chandy. So we're going to start off with this clip from Kerry Wallace talking about the work that Girls on Hills did with the Black Trail Runners on the Ramsey Round. That's now starting to change. And so I really wanted to get on board with saying, you know, 
inclusivity is about making sure that everybody has access to the same thing. It's about um, equity rather than equality. It's about making sure that black people and, you know, making sure that people of different skin color, different financial backgrounds, different uh, ability levels, different ages, you know, uh, different sexualities. Everybody feels um, that they're, they're welcome in that space and that they're represented in the outdoors and it's a, an activity and a space for them. So, so that's how we got involved with Black Trail Runners and their, their Ramsey Round. Gosh, I think it's such an interesting point, I think you make about, you know, the backlash that you experience. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I always find, I mean, I find it slightly mind-blowing that when people push back in that way and and like you said aren't even aware of the 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 privilege that they experience mm. that allows them not to have it be a problem yeah exactly uh, <laughs> but yeah i mean i think i mean to your credit to to sort of push past that actually and because i know that that's something that actually can be a barrier for people in terms of wanting to to speak out or learn or do more is that anxiety around backlash and people. Yeah, about you being know. discredited. I mean, Sabrina mm. Pace-Humphreys told me that, you know, one of the biggest problems they face, that the Black Trailers is, is a registered charity now, one of the biggest issues they face is, is being discredited and being, you know, having their, their experiences um, downplayed or not listened to um, by other people who are actually, frankly, not in their situation. Um mm. Uh, you know, so so that was just something, a small element of that I sort of recognised through what we've been doing at Girls on Hills. And so um, we we offered to support the Black Trail Runners in their Ramsey Round and try and, and raise the profile of of, uh, of their mission, really. And I can imagine that, you know, like I said, I, I saw some of the footage as, as that was ongoing. And just I think what comes up, because, you know, social media is quite a difficult place to capture um, nuance and uh-huh. emotion and all of that side of things, you know, often it's like just a picture on a page or a, a short video or whatever. But I think that was, there was something that was so raw and mm. yeah, just, it felt like such an, an incredible start to a shift towards something maybe from, from watching that. And, you know, and then it strikes you that, gosh, this really shouldn't be unusual. <laughs> or, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I was really struck you know, I was really struck by the, the power of the experience that, that that they went through that those few days, um, and you know, li- listening to their their experiences of how they arrived at this at this challenge, and, and just being there together as a group of black runners in the mountains, and even for myself, looking at the photographs that I took um, of the challenge afterwards, just thinking how how if you like how unusual they are to see sort of black runners doing the same thing that you just see loads of white runners every time you, I, every time I open my social media is full of runners. Mm, and so yeah. you do, but they're all white, you know, yes. um, and, and it's just so refreshing and so right to see, to see that. And I just want those pictures to get out there and become more, more normal. And hopefully, I mean, this was obviously this, the idea behind the whole thing, but to inspire future generations of, of runners to feel like they all fit within, within our sport and have a, you know, have a, have a part of the history. And that, that's how the Charlie Ramsey angle comes in because Charlie Ramsey is black. And that wasn't something that was well known. And to most people, you know, most of us white people is, is largely irrelevant. But if you're black, hold on a minute, the originator of the ultimate Scottish fell running challenge was a black man. And he's right there in the center of, of the history of our, our sport. And, and that means something. It means that, you know, everybody 
you know, these black trail runners who joined us up here in Scotland belong here and that you know, those faces should be in our mountains and they're just simply not being represented. And hopefully these runners will go on to, to inspire a kind of change in that and we'll see more and more, you know, equality on the mountain. No, absolutely. And like you said, on the other hand, prompt those of us with that, you know, with the privilege of not having absolutely. had to think yeah. about it to question actually it. question yeah. and think and go, what do I need to do? to enable this this to be like you said common yeah what are my own unconscious biases and what can I do to to be supportive rather than just you know I guess it's that thing of of rather than just not being racist being anti-racist and and actually questioning what you can do for a positive change you know So in this next clip, Pammy talks a bit about the work that she does opening up the outdoors for a wider range of people. And I really love the way she talks about how she does what she does. When you see people come through your programs and like you said, they they might not have had, you know, much access to the outdoors or not had much experience in this field and, and they come through the work that you do. I mean, what are some of the benefits you see that brings them not only in terms of you know the actual physical activity but also sort of more more broadly I suppose and what does it bring to you as well (laughs) well for me it's just a joy it's just a joy Mm. to uh, uh you know I call it you know my personal driver is entice and excite folks to love nature to get that wow moment in nature. And when you get that wow moment, people want more of it. It's an addictive, it's addiction. Mm. And then they spread the news and they bring others out. But the, but And then when they come out into nature and they do go wow, they go, wow, actually, I want to understand it a little bit more. And when you understand it a little bit more, you'll want to protect it. Boom. Bob's your uncle. You know, that. Yeah. that's it. We're talking about climate change. We're talking about environmental protection. We're talking about all those buzzwords that go on on a, on a um, strategic senior level. But we bring it down to everyday wording. So we don't even use, you know, climate change. We don't talk environmental protection. We just go, look, isn't this wonderful? Let's tell you a little bit more about this. Let's tell you about what you're doing. You know, just simple, simplifying language. And um, so... What do my the participants get it? What I tell you now, I'm going to give you, and this is just one example of many of the same. We've had members join us where they could not speak English, write English, read English, um, couldn't look me in the eye, and uh, they have not been able to ride a bike or know how to access the great outdoors. They walk away after a six-week program, look me in the eye, and being able to ride a bike and wanting more to the point where they have now they are now community leaders in their own right they are cycle cycle ride leaders they are cycle coaches they lead and run their own groups and they've set up their own organizations we have a plethora of our leadership alumni that are doing exactly that and they're not owned by backbone they're owned by their own organizations and they are independent and freelance in their own right and they get paid work we pay them when we bring our alumni in. We pay them to to, to work with us. So it's a, it really is about valuing folks, and that's another thing that I feel that right now with the Black Lives Matter and and, and um, you know diversity being on the agenda. You know, a lot of organisations are reaching out to some fantastic folks and just saying, would you give us a talk? Would you do this and expecting that talk for nothing? And I go, no, stop that inappropriate behaviour. Let's validate and value folks when they're bringing expertise to your table. Expertise 
about around something that you cannot do at this moment in time. So that's kind of um, another one of our drivers. No, and that's such an important point as well. I think that sense that, you know, because you you're because it's important to you, you're willing to share or you should be sharing that knowledge with everyone, no matter what, rather than actually this is this is expertise. This is lived experience. This is knowledge that people need, but also needs to be properly valued. Um, I think, you know, and it's it's so interesting how that gets undermined. I've you know, I've seen it happen, you know, and it's and the problem is, is the message it sends in the end, which is that we value this, but not, you know, it, sometimes it, it's about, it's about the financial aspect, but I think it's also about the, the message that that implicitly sends, which is we value this, but not that much. And I think, because that's the bit you internalize going, well, actually, if you really value this, yes. you know, yes. put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say, put your money where your mouth is. And, you know, and that goes with uh, people do have, organizations do have resources, but they choose not to prioritize the resources. Right. So we can talk about it and say, oh yeah, we're talking about it. And we can invite folks to do this and that. And we can, we can then tick our right boxes and say, yeah, we've had this and we've done that training. We've done that training, but actually let's get down to engagement because engagement, real engagement means action and action means not a bolt on action that is of a one year, two year, three year. It's something that is integrated into every aspect of an organization. So you need to put the resources there. And this last clip is part of an amazing conversation with somebody that I think most listeners will know by now, who is an Antarctic explorer and a record maker. This is Preet Chandy, Polar Preet, who made history earlier on this year for the second time by breaking the world record for the longest solo and unsupported polar expedition by a woman. So here's a conversation that's going back quite a way before that happened. <laughs> it touches on quite a few of the points. I think we've, I've discussed with, with previous guests around identity and around what we're ascribed, what we're allowed to be, who we're allowed to inspire, what's, you know, what's the narrative that is constructed around what you're doing and how you stay in control of that narrative as well, which must be incredibly hard. And I'm just thinking, you know, you know, that there is so, I mean, there's so many benefits in terms of inspiring others that have come out of what you've done, but in terms of yourself and, you know, I know you've talked about how you've, you know, you've learned about yourself as a, as a result of this whole experience. I mean, what are the, some of the key benefits that that's brought you in terms of, I guess, that awareness or knowledge? Yeah, I think, so I think, you know, before this journey, I would probably still say uh, the same thing that we don't need to stay in this box or lane that's been created for us. But I feel like my box is getting bigger. Um, it's getting a lot bigger, you know, and every time I do something, it gets bigger and bigger. And, and there's stuff I had wouldn't have even considered, you know, oh, OK, you know, maybe that is an option for me. And that that's what I'm learning. You know, I'm, I'm learning that I can do whatever I want, you know, and actually the the bigger your world becomes when you do this stuff you you see there are so many opportunities and so many possibilities and 
uh, that doesn't have to fit into any box or any lane or you know that either community is created for you maybe you've created some of that for yourself because you think that's what's expected of you you know I, I certainly had uh, I mean my my mum had an arranged marriage by 17 you know I thought when I was younger yeah I'll be married at 20 with kids you know that's normal uh, but again because again you know I use the word normal because that's what I thought would be the norm but you know how amazing that we create our own normal and that can be whatever we want it to be you know the fact that I've gone to the South Pole is now the norm for me you know it's um it's an incredible journey it really is but I the point I'm at now I feel like I can be very honest a lot more honest at least and and real about my experiences when I feel when I was younger it was very much you're supposed to say the right thing and come off a certain way and you know kind of like agreeable never be too controversial and always smile and you know whereas now I'm like well actually I think one of the biggest things I've realized is if you're feeling a certain way there are definitely others that feel that way as well and you know so it's important to talk about all of those experiences you know the good and the bad that's what makes us human and you know that's what other people can relate to the realness and and that can be hard with social media, let's face it. It's, you know, there's so much out there, isn't it? I mean, I personally, I, I've loved creating Polar Preet because I, you know, have connected with so many amazing people and I love that. And that's helped me, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, we can speak about it. And I want to speak about everything, you know, I want to speak about what it's like to be on your period in the outdoors, what it's like to go to the toilet, what it's like, you know, to be a woman of colour and go and do something like this, the reaction that people had to it, you know, like all of the comments, not all of the comments, a lot of the comments when I got back to see, you know, are we not all equal? Why does it matter? She looks white anyway, you know, all those comments and and you know and it's hard not to look through isn't it and um I remember thinking to myself you know people say we're all equal but equality to me never meant ignoring our differences you know I'm called um an army officer that's a difference I'm called British that's a difference and you know the color of my skin is something that I wasn't always proud of and it is a huge part of who I am as is everything else you know it's not that's just it's not that one thing that defines me but as, as are all these other things. So let's be proud of that. Let's embrace that. You know, I when I go and talk to schools, I say, and if you look at the person next to you, we are all different and all unique in our own way. And how amazing is that? You know, let's embrace those differences that we have with each other. Um, so I, you know, and I, I think that's something I've, I, that, that confidence and you know, I think two and a half years ago, I would have said I was a confident person and that's growing. So, you know, one day I'll take over the world, but um, <laughs> with that confidence. I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, I think, I think that has grown and, you know, I, when I've gone to schools, you know, um, I've, I've been a few occasions, had a few students come up to me and just, you know, and those comments are so powerful to say, oh, you know, the fact that you can do it makes me feel like I can do it and I've heard that a lot and it just you know and it's like yes you can like whatever it is you want to do you 100% can so that is just a snippet of some of the conversations that Nikki has on her podcast it is a show I'm so proud to have as part of the Tremula Network and do go and check out all the other amazing conversations that she has If you would like to help us elevate these conversations, voting for the Sports Podcast Awards is now open. The winning podcast will be selected by popular vote. So if you have a spare five minutes, we would be really grateful. 
anyone and everyone can cast a vote, but you do have to be logged in to the sports podcasting group to vote. This means that you need to create an account. This is yet another barrier to getting small indie shows that are talking about big things into a wider space. But if you are able to create an account and vote for the Everyday Adventure podcast, it would mean the world to us. And if you won't listen to me, I'm going to give you a little bit from Nikki as to how she feels about being nominated. She would love your votes. I am so excited about being shortlisted for the Sports Podcast Awards in the Wilderness category. The Everyday Adventure Podcast is something that is incredibly close to my heart. I started it for so many reasons, but mainly because I just wanted to hear more stories about everyday people who were doing incredible things and inspiring things, but that were doing them in and around all of their other commitments and challenges and everything else they were facing in their daily lives. Um, And so to have this, to be shortlisted, to have this nomination is really exciting because in a way it's for me is validating all of those stories that I've had such a privilege to listen to over the last sort of almost 70 episodes and so and I'm just super excited because um I there are still so many stories out there that I want to share so yeah it's really exciting it's brilliant news and yeah please vote for me thank you So you may notice the audio there was a little bit crackly. Nikki sent that to me via WhatsApp because she was actually away skiing last week. Um, So exciting week for her. Thank you very much for listening to this short episode. I hope that you found some value in it. The Everyday Adventure podcast is hosted and produced by Nikki Bass and it is edited by me, Francesca Tarowskis. On the Outside is produced and hosted and edited by me, Francesca Tarowskis. The music is Bass Beats by Alex Norton. The artwork is done by Sophie Nolan. And you are our very valued listener. Thank you for listening. <laughs>